It's back, Bama and Bourbon, the 2023 season. This guy's lost half a person. Let's go. Aaron Suttles from Yay, Alabama. I'm Lance Taylor from the next round. And, again, this is Bama and Bourbon. It's brought to you by our friends at MyBookie.ag. We'll tell you about that. It's brought to you by Pink Package Beverage Place. They're the ones that have accommodated us with another bourbon, which we will get into in a second. How are you? I mean, I'm doing great. I'm ready for this season. I don't know about you. I too, man. You know, and and with you being, you know, right there on the pulse of Alabama, they're one of the more fascinating teams to me because – I saw national guys this week. A lot of the ESPN guys have got them winning a national championship. But at the same time, there wasn't a lot of respect from the coaches and AP polls compared to where they are or were before. It's relative, right? Right. And there's such an unknown with the quarterback position. Yeah. And, you know, my former colleague at The Athletic, Stuart Mandel's got them losing three games. Not not overall. In the league. Regular set, yeah. Oh, So, you know, this is a polarizing team in terms of where they have been traditionally under Nick Saban, but I think that makes it a little exciting. Well, you know, and I'll just be honest, and I'll shoot it off the bat. By the way, we're drinking the Old Forster. This is the 1897 Bottled and Bond. It's 100 brew, so we got a little kick. Old Forester, I've always heard this, and I've had it before, obviously. I don't know if I've had the 100. Yeah. But price point-wise, there's a lot of bourbon drinkers out there that say you get great value from yeah. Old Forester. I know a lot of people respect Old Forester. And, you know, a lot of people that like, and I know you're a neat guy, and I like to drink really bur- good bourbons neat. If you're going to Tuscaloosa on a Saturday yeah. and you're going to take your flask in, um, this might make the most sense if you're going to mix it in a souvenir cup. With there coke, you go. Right? Yeah, did you hear the story that came out today? A lady uh, snuck a gun into a sporting venue in her fat roll. So I are talking about sneaking stuff in. Just, just to be able to prove she could do it? I don't know. She accidentally went off and shot herself. Oh, okay. Grace her. So. Wax Cobras, man. <laughs> I mean, in her fat roll? Yeah, if you can stick a gun in, I imagine you can sneak a flask in. Okay, before we move forward, we got a lot to get into on this first episode of Bam and Bourbon. Uh, how much weight have you lost? Because, I mean, I saw you not long ago, and, I mean, hell, you... Had more weight on you then. I mean, yeah, I just, just a couple weeks ago. I don't really do the scale thing because I get obsessive compulsive yeah. with it, and it's not really healthy for my mental stuff. But I just run, and when I'm really doing well, I run. It falls in line when I run. Yeah, and see, I stopped running. Yeah, and I need to get back on it, man, because I've gained a few pounds since I stopped running. And you know, I do the Peloton, and you get a good mm-hmm. sweat, but it's just not the same. Like running, I hate it. Oh, it's, and I can yeah. tell how effective it is just yeah. because I hate it that much. It, it, it's tough, especially as hot as it's been the last couple of weeks. I mean, it, it's very, very tough, especially in my neighborhood with all the hills. But Very fulfilling, though. Once you get out of that shower, yeah. you're just like, damn. I, I accomplished it, yep. absolutely. Yeah, so good for you, man. Mm-hmm. That's great. So Aaron Sullivan from Yay, Alabama. Tell us about the collective, what you yeah. got going on, how people that are Bama fans can actually get involved. Yeah, so Yay, Alabama. Check us out. Just do a Google search. We're there. There's multiple levels of membership that you can support uh, the student-athletes at the University of Alabama. 100% goes to the student-athlete. And listen, this is the future. I know we don't. some people don't like it, but it is here to stay in terms of the rules that are here right now to give Alabama the best chance of winning. This is the most effective way for you to have an impact on a game across I, the sport. I will tell you, if the Rams had a collective, I'd chip in. You know what? What's funny? We were talking. If, if you know, let's go back to the dark days of Alabama football. Maybe early mid two thousands. If you would have, if I'd have went to someone and said, "Hey, if I gave you an opportunity, you give us two hundred dollars, and I can guarantee Alabama has a winning product," every person across this state would consider doing it. Or can you imagine if you would have said, "Hey, give me two hundred dollars, we'll get you Tim Tebow. We'll just yeah. get you that one player." But now that it's now that it's, you attach nil to it, people feel a certain way about it, which I completely get. But it's here, and it, it gives Alabama the best chance to win. Uh, 6.30 Saturday night, Middle Tennessee State rolls in. Uh, nobody's worried about Alabama yeah. winning the game. Um, the bigger concern is who's going to start. I don't think yeah. it's a big deal in this game because, 
again, you're closer to the program. I assume three guys, maybe even four, would play depending on the score. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a lot more important the week after on September 9th when yeah. Texas rolls into town. But, I mean, let's just start with this week. What do you expect? Who do you expect to roll out there with the ones? And then how do you think it falls in line, and how many ultimately play? Yeah, I, I think Jalen Milrow is your starter. Week one, first quarter, he's going out there. And, look, I know a lot of people feel a certain way about him. He's inconsistent, doesn't throw the ball a lot. He has some some detractors. I, I don't think I'm breaking any news there. He tends to hold the ball a little too long. I think if he can take care of the football, that's number one. Take care of the football, keep him in manageable down and distance. They don't. No one's expecting this offense to be 2020. You know, that's just not what this offense is going to be. So he does that. He's got a good chance of holding on to the job through week one. But, listen, he's got some skills, too. Obviously, the athleticism and running with the football. But what doesn't get talked about enough, he actually throws a pretty good deep ball. And so I would be I'd be watching that to see if, if he uncorks one, if they call a couple deep shots. So the, the intermediate and shorter stuff, he has more of a, yeah. a, a problem. Is yeah. he aiming too much, too I, much velocity? I think he's just it's sort of mental. He doesn't, yeah. doesn't want to let it go. When team, teams keep him in the pocket, it's going to be that's where we're going to see can he hold on to the job. If not, then I think I sort of think Ty Simpson's going to be your next guy up, and then we might see Buckner, the transfer from Notre Dame. Um, you know, Dylan Lonergan is, is a guy they really like but had played a ton, so we'll see if he gets in the game late. But those will be the guys that I think will play. Uh, so excited about this weekend. Really, the only reason I kind of want to watch that game is I want to see what the quarterback rotation looks like. I want to see if the offensive line, you know, we've got Tyler Booker, part of an NIL deal, and he was on with us Monday, and he said, look, the first thing we want to come out, establish dominance. We've been talking about it all season. Now we want to show everybody. Seems like a right line, a right side of that line is solidified. Yeah. Left side, people still question a little yeah. bit. But you, you assume the unit's going to be much better. I do. And there's a reason for that. Because of attitudes like Tyler. One of my favorite uh, interviews on incredible. the team. Smart kid, personable, great personality. But, listen, he, you got him. You got, I think... Caden Proctor, the freshman, is going to start at left tackle. You know, they've been playing Tyler at left guard, I think, as we talked about last time I was on the next round. I think they're, they moved Tyler Brooker to left guard to help uh, Proctor with the calls a little bit. you got Seth McLaughlin at center. We'll see if Darian Dalcourt or, or Ferguson play right guard. And then you got J.C. Letham. But think about this. They have the potential to average 340 across the line. Oh, my God. <laughs> average. 340 across the line. So we, we look at games like Saturday night against Middle Tennessee State and say, well, how much can, can you learn? I'll give you the one thing you can learn. If they can't run the ball against Middle Tennessee State, this is going to be a long season for Alabama. Yeah. They need to play bully ball. And I think another thing you can ascertain is, is how much better this defense is going to be. Are they going to be better? What kind of style are they going to play? I mean, I don't expect them to roll out all their play calls because they got Texas next week, but they should physically – beat up Middle Tennessee State. Well, it took me over $500 and uh, a lot of frustration to finally get to watch USC on Saturday night against San Jose State. But my point was going to be, I was expecting that defense to come out. They've got new faces out there. Alex Grinch, baby. Yeah, Alex Grinch has got, you know, <laughs> you've got Mason Cobb, an all, all Big 12 guy out of Oklahoma State. You've got Barry Alexander coming from Georgia. Um, you expected these new faces to at least against San Jose State be able to and first drive down, third and 22, they convert it, they go in, they score, yeah. they tie the game up. And uh, I don't know. It's just you don't know until the live bullets start flying. And I just wonder what we're going to see. I've got more confidence in that offensive line than I do in a consistent quarterback. And I don't know why. I just It just doesn't feel like it feels like that year 
hard to doubt Nick Saban in quarterback play because he's always had yeah. airtight quarterback play. But this, it looks a little different to me. I don't know why. Yeah, well, look, I, I've asked enough coaches, and they swear that this isn't true, but I've seen enough anecdotal evidence where I, I still question it. I think the style that you play on offense eventually bleeds over to your defense. And if, if not going to call it finesse because it's not finesse. They still had physical offensive linemen in 2020 when they were putting up video game numbers. But I think it's the way that you practice. And I think this Alabama offense being hard-nosed, physical, tough at the point of attack is only going to help the front seven of the Alabama defense. So I expect the defense to be much more physical. I don't expect there to be trouble, uh, trouble tackling like we've seen in the past few years. I think one absolutely affects the other. I've seen enough anecdotal evidence now that you probably can't convince me otherwise, although coaches know way more than I do and say it's not true. But you tell me why a team like Alabama's got all the defensive talent in the world has not struggled but not been as good defensively as they've been in the, in the, the prime Nick Saban. And I, I think the way that you play offensively, the way you practice every day, bleeds over into the game. Hey, it's Bama and Bourbon with Aaron Suttles from Yale, Alabama. I'm Lance Taylor for the next round. You can catch this. On uh, Roll Tide Pods is what we've got. Another one of our channels on YouTube here at Disrupt Media. Uh, this is brought to you by our friends at MyBookie. Football season's back, so is winning season. NFL college football, brand new cash out system that gives you options to win and bet all season long. Um, how about this? You played parlays before, right? Hey, I'm going to Vegas in a couple weeks. I need some picks, Lance. You can. I, I've got them for you. <laughs> First two legs of your parlay hit, you can cash out early. Use the funds for another bet, however you want to do that. Get started. Go to mybookie.ag. Register for an account for absolutely free. When you make that first deposit, use the promo code next round. You're going to grab a welcome bonus. That is on the house, mybookie.ag. Okay, let's talk about the old Forster before we get yeah. back into Bama. Um, I like it. I'm digging it. Yeah, I really do. I'm really digging it. And for it. 100 proof, for, again, It's not burning point, me up. It's not, not at no. all. We had some last year that, that hit yeah, the chest. It made you cough. A little bit, especially when you're having to talk and you feel that cough coming on. That's smooth, good, good coloring. Yeah. They Great say, coloring. We always love to get into the taste. Oh, boy. Here we go. Robust, intense caramel, rich uh, vanilla with roasted coffee notes, spiced dark fruit, and mature oak. I can't say it any better than that. Yeah, mouth filling in the flavor, sweet and intense, deep fruit, spice and oak notes layered over dark caramel and vanilla. It's got a big and bold finish along with soft oak and caramel notes lingering on. I think they did a good job describing it. Again, this is a small batch of barrels from one distilling season in the same year from one distiller in a federally bonded warehouse, aged for a minimum of four years and presented at 100 proof. It is Old Forester, and it's available at the Pink Package Store on Highway 280, the beverage place right up of Highway 280. Both open seven days a week. They open early. They close late. They open... Uh, Every day, early, early, except Sunday where they open at noon. But party favors, ice, mixers, everything you need, you can get them at Beverage Place and Pink Package. Um, okay, so this is a good problem. Alabama seems like they've got a ton of running backs, like, like four or five yeah. that could start at 95% of yep. the programs in college football. Um, how do you keep those guys happy, though? You don't. I mean, in terms of every player wants to play. So, I mean, there's going to be – you're going to have to limit the carries. I, you know, I, I've said this pretty much since the spring on. I think Chase McClellan leads the team in, in with the most carries. I think Jam Miller leads the team in yardage. Uh, Roy Dale Williams, I interviewed him. Man, that, that kid – and this gets a little lost. I don't want to get in the weeds here. But the reason you want to recruit well in state is for guys like Roy Dale Williams. That if they were – he was from out of state, he's, he's not in the program anymore. 
because he's good enough to go play somewhere else. So he just loves the program. He loves Alabama. He grew up in Hueytown, right down the interstate. And you don't get that much anymore with NIL. You, you don't. just don't. And, and that's what I think you lose a little bit. But, you know, you, you can keep some depth if, depth if you keep the homegrown talent there. But then you got Justice Haynes. you got Richard Young. But, you know, I saw Jace today. I think he's raring to go. I think with this offensive line, Jam Miller's going to have a special season. I, I think they're going to be pretty good running football. You know, I mean, the days of Bo Scarborough and Derrick Henry are, are really over. And, and if you're a running back, you really want that. I mean, if your goal is to play in the NFL, 10 to 15 touches a game, um, you know, keep, keep the hits down. Let me ask and, you this. And I, we haven't talked about this, so we, I'm, I'm bringing this on him in the moment. One of the most underutilized running backs in the Saban era is who? Uh, Josh Harris? Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, okay. And look what he's doing in the NFL. Oh, he led the you know, just, NFL in wrestling last just year. Just to your point, keep yeah. some tread on those tires. You you would almost want. Because um, everyone's not built like Derrick Henry. And so the limit your carries, I think, would serve you well. God, and especially I would think about against Middle Tennessee State. It's going to be 100 degrees. Nobody's going to want to carry it 30 times anyway. <laughs> um, again, this is uh, Bayman Bourbon. We do this every single week. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday before the game coming up Middle Tennessee State. Uh, so we'll next week more of, a, more of a review and then a preview for Texas. But just kind of getting to know this roster a little bit with Aaron Suttles from Yay, Alabama. Uh, wide receivers, I mean, I think Alabama fans were really disappointed last year. I didn't yeah. expect much from Jermaine Burton. I thought he would be solid like he was. Yeah. I was interested to see maybe a JoJo Earl no longer with the program. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Harrell coming in from Louisville. One of these guys, could they be the next Jamison Williams? And it didn't happen yeah. last year. I don't know if it's a possibility this year. Uh, Malik Benson's a guy we really don't know much about. Yeah. Um, but is there, is there a chance Alabama gets one of these elite ones back at the wide receiver position? I don't see it on this roster. doesn't mean that they're not capable of it. I don't, that's not the way that they're being sold to me. Um, but it doesn't mean that they can't have a capable wide receiver. I, I don't want to put them. They got elite number one coming. I'm not going to say his name. But he plays at Sarah Land High School, and he played on ESPN Friday night, and he's pretty damn Is he good. a senior this year? He's a junior, but he's reclassifying. Oh, okay. So we'll see if that, that Which, works Another out. one of these things that I don't get in today's age. I love to high school. I'm with you. Staying as long as I can. Well, look, Malik Benson's a junior, junior college guy that they expect a lot of. I think Isaiah Bond is one of the first guys mentioned every time I talk to someone on the I program. mean, he can fly, right? About Yes, about wide receiver. Um Kobe Prentice is a guy that we saw do some special things last year. He's got a ton of speed. Um, Ja'Cory Brooks is a guy that I think they thought would step up. There's still the opportunity for a big him to catch do two so. years ago, but then yeah, kind of a big drop and, and, and really didn't didn't get the body. I was watching the replay of Georgia's first national championship in yeah. Indianapolis, and you know it was a nice throw to Ja'Cory yeah. on the pylon, and just didn't adjust got, well. You got to catch that, and then. They're not receivers, but I think in this type of offense, a pro-style offense where you're going to play action pass a lot, you got C.J. Dupree, the, the transfer from Maryland, and you've got oh, another tight end that's got wide receiver skills. And so I think those guys will be very helpful in the passing game. But I, I don't see a clear-cut Jerry Judy or Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle in this roster. Yeah, it seems like that was – and look, and, and, and Ohio State's going to have multiple guys that will be – I mean, man. Marvin Harrison, Abuka, those guys. Brian Hartline recruits them, man. He, he does. But that was a special moment in time. I'll never forget I was watching, like, NFL Live on Sunday, and they were breaking down Mac Jones, and this was his rookie season. And they were like, 
And they're like, oh, my God, he's got Jalen Waddle out here. He's yeah. got Henry Ruggs. He's got yeah. Jerry Judy. I mean, Devontae Smith. John Mechie was the fifth wide receiver on that team. Crazy. So Second-round NFL pick. You're never going to see that again. Never. Just, just it's, not going to It's happen. clearly very special, that group that they had. And so that's why I was you know, preaching last year, sort of lower your expectations. But it's, the play should, have not, should not have dropped off that far, and it should bounce back a little this season. It's Bama and Bourbon with Aaron Suttles from Yay Alabama. I'm Lance Taylor for the next round. This is Disrupt Media. And this is on the Tide uh, Tide Pods channel. I got to get used to that. We've uh, you guys have so much content. We it's just... have a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> We're drinking the Old Foister though, the uh, 1897 bottled and bond. Um, so it's good. We both agree on that. Um, and it's brought to you by my bookie again, mybookie.ag. When you uh, make that first deposit, again, you can register. Sign up for that account absolutely free. Just make sure you put in the promo code next round and you grab that welcome bonus that is on the house, mybookie.ag. On defensive side of the ball, yeah. uh, start with the defensive line. Team Otis is a stud, right? His Flat body's looking stud. a lot better, right? Yeah. It's almost to the point where they're, they're going to have to convince him to stop losing weight. Like, like, what, is he, what do you think? So when he came in, it was about 400 pounds, right? Oh, well over. I mean, they didn't say that, yeah. but well over 400 pounds. What do you think he will be playing at Saturday? That's a really good question. I saw him the other day. I interviewed him a couple weeks ago. Did he look good, though? He looks great. Lance, I, he just looked like a massive human yeah, when we saw him last so year. So I, I did an interview. It's up today at, at Yale, Alabama. But I, I interviewed Roy Dell Williams. I said, hey, you're in, you're in charge of the team for one day. You can have anybody on this team be your lead fullback. Who is it? He goes, Jaheim Otis. And one thing he said about Jaheim is, like, he's like, he just comes to work every day, and he's nasty, and he's massive. So... I start there, but the, I'm telling you, a name that, that you guys have probably heard about, you may even talked about on your show, is is Tim Keenan. Yeah. He's he's doing some good things. And there's a, the kids from Pickens County, Ja, I can't Ja Marin, Ja, I can't really pronounce his name. He's another one I think is going to add depth to that defensive line. Uh, Monkel Goodwine, I think, is another name that I heard a lot uh, around camp. So I, I think... While it's not 2015 with names like Jonathan Allen and, and Dalvin Tomlinson and all that, they got bodies that I and I think they're they're a little further along on the defensive line than I thought because you know being around the program, I thought and I, I heard that they stopped the run pretty well so, in that last scrimmage. Yeah, so outside I did hear that too. So outside um, linebackers, Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell, those yeah. guys are legit. The inside backers, though, Henry Toto is a guy that. I thought he was great. He was on our show last year weekly. We had an NIL deal, yeah. NIL deal with him. And just a good kid, and he always was around the football. Yeah. But a lot of people, I don't know, he was one of those polarizing guys. Yeah. And and now you've got different inside guys. But yeah. what do we expect at the inside linebacker position? I think it's an upgrade. No offense to, to the guys that have played the last few years. But I, I think it's got the potential to be as good. Well, to be as good. Not, not as good, but be... You know, maybe a tier many in a few years, honestly, because Deontay Lawson is going to call the defense. Um, you know, really impressed with that young man. I think he's smart. You got Trez Marshall who came over from Georgia, um, and then you got Jihad Campbell, who I think long term he's going to be the guy. I uh, wouldn't be, you know, maybe Trez starts the first game, but I think long term Jihad's your guy. And those two middle linebackers, I think they're pretty pretty special. I'm not I'm not saying Reuben Foster. I'm not going to compare them to anybody. I want to let them be themselves, but I think. As long as the calls are there, and I, that's been an issue in, in previous defenses, like no offense to Christian Harris, who was unbelievably athletic, but it just wasn't a natural fit, him calling the defense. I, I think Deontay will be able to handle that a little better. Uh, and, 
you mentioned Henry, conscientious kid, great teammate, a little undersized, yeah. wasn't the most physical guy, had trouble getting off blocks, was a little limited athletically, couldn't get to the corner as fast. I don't think that'll be an issue with these guys. Um, okay, so secondary. It looks to be one of the best secondaries in football. I mean, versatility, athleticism, they've yeah. got length. I mean, I mean, it starts with Kool-Aid, but... Yeah. I mean, pick your poison. They got a lot of guys. Um, and it come, takes it coming together, but it, as you mentioned, it starts with Kool-Aid. You got Terry and Arnold. You got Jalen Key, the transfer that came in. Malachi Moore was a freshman All-American. I can't believe he's already back again. He's, he's out of eligibility this year. Um, Caleb Downs, I hate to put him out there, but look. Let me, just, and I, let me just say this, and I think I've said this on you guys' show before. Remember, he's a freshman. But, but you, you're only the guy that said he could be – Maybe the, the potentially yeah. most talented player on the roster. Yeah, I really, I mean, I, I really feel that way. But he's a freshman, so there's going to be a bit of a little, little bit of a learning curve. But football means a lot to this kid. He's smart. He studies, and to put himself in position to start says a lot. I, and I said this on you guys' show. I think in terms of just mentality, he's the, he's the most similar fit to Minka Fitzpatrick. Doesn't mean he's going to be up. He doesn't mean he's going to be Minka. Huge compliment. I'm not saying he's going to be Minka, so write it down. But I'm saying mentally, he's preparing himself as if he's Minka Fitzpatrick. And that's a huge compliment, as you mentioned. So uh, I think it's a pretty talented secondary. you got Earl, you know, Earl Little Jr. you got a bunch of guys that they could play. So, I mean, the, the defense was, when you look at it, top ten in scoring defense. But the problem was, in a couple of big games, Tennessee really Tennessee, jumped out. Call it what it was, Tennessee. Yeah, and LSU wasn't great. Um, do you not see those moments with this secondary? Man, that's so tough to tell because, listen, I think Pete Golden is a smart defensive coordinator, but in the moment, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Nick Saban's unwillingness to go simple, which is why I was always screaming Jeremy Pruitt. If you get Jeremy Pruitt, because Jeremy Pruitt will simplify things. He doesn't care what Nick Saban's going to scream at him. In that moment in Tennessee, you've got to simplify things, and they did not. I mean, I won't reveal the player, but i got people telling me after the Tennessee game, they're going into the injury, t- the injury tent to scream and cuss, not because they're hurt, because they got out of the bathroom, because they're so frustrated that the calls on the field are coming in the way that they are. Oh, wow. Take that for, for what it is. I, I think that's not going to be so much of an issue with, with Kevin Steele. And listen, that's embarrassing what happened at Tennessee last year to, to, to put DeMarco Helms in that spot, who's I haven't heard, but he still hadn't gotten cut. He might no. make the Falcons roster. Yeah. So I don't think, I think this secondary is a little more athletic. So I don't think that those situations are likely to occur. Maybe as, as much as they did last time. Hey, it's Bam and Bourbon, Roll Tide Pods. That is the YouTube channel. Make sure you like, subscribe, give us the thumbs up, tell your friends about it. We do this each and every week. We talk Alabama football. We talk a different bourbon. Of course, this is the old Forrester 1897 bottled in bond, 100 proof. We both agree, very smooth. Pick up a bottle this weekend. Pink package or beverage place. Open seven days a week. Right off of Highway 280 is the beverage place. Pink package right there on 280. The iconic pink building. They open early. They stay open late. Uh, they open every day except Sunday, really early. Sunday is at noon. I'm doing that off the fly. How about that? Anything you need, yeah. Uh, we got football this week, baby. We got football. Hey, Thursday night. Ice, lemons, Florida, lines, Utah. Mixers. I'm excited, man. So we got, uh, yeah, Florida, Utah. We will end it with Clemson and Duke on Monday night. Sunday night, we've got LSU and Florida State. How about that? Hope the hurricane stays away. And I'm pumped. Um, okay, so final thing for you. Yeah. Aaron Suttles, yay Alabama. Um, special teams. Special teams should be incredible, right? 
Listen, James Burnup is back. You guys got to get him on the show. Funny dude. The Aussie that you so told funny. us a couple of weeks ago. He's ate it out back for yeah. the first time ever. And he made a whole. I mean, did he, he like it? He said he did, yeah. but like. A lot of guys might have bristled at that question. Oh, I'm being stereotyped. But he had fun with it. I think he's got a good, fun personality. Yeah. Look, I think, you know, Will Reichard's an experienced guy. Made a lot of big kicks for Alabama. I mean, you feel good inside of 50 with Reichard. I think you have yeah. to. And I think you feel good about the, the specialist returning. I mean, listen, I get why people are questioning Alabama. I, I completely get it because they're used to Alabama being a prohibitive favorite at number one. And when you've been that high, when you drop a couple pegs, People are going to take their shot to take their shot. I get it. But things outside of the quarterback, if, if they had Bryce Young back on this year's team, they're number one. Oh, yeah. I think, it, man, I brought this up on the show the last couple of days, and I, I even said it a couple of months ago. Sam Hartman, if it's not Tyler Buckner, Sam Hartman decides not to go to Notre Dame, goes to Alabama. I think a lot of people have gotten number yeah, one. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, we I've talked about this with other people. I don't know if I've talked about it with you guys. We kind of undersold the difficulty of last year's road schedule. That flips this year. Tennessee at home, LSU at home, Old Miss at home, Arkansas at home, Tech, uh, Texas at home. So you got to go to Kentucky, you got to go to Auburn, you got to go to Texas A&M. Those are challenging games, but a lot of those challenging road games last year, imagine having to go to those environments with a first-year starting quarterback. So that's a reason to be excited about this, this team too. Uh, final thing, so Kool-Aid will be returning punts. Who's returning kicks? Man, I, I, I think they got options. You know, we, we, we've seen a couple different guys. Emmanuel Henderson's been back there. I think he's a, a guy that gets sort of not talked about. He came in as a running back, but they switched into wide receiver. Um, I, I think they got a couple different guys that could do it. It is so exciting to see. So, uh, Zachary Branch, I don't know if you got to see him for USC. Yeah. Uh, I mean, true freshman, so Wait, small. Two? two to the house? Did he take two or just one? Uh, he took so one reception, okay. and then one punt return looked like it for a second, but the 96-yard kickoff return. But his vision, um, the speed, the acceleration, yeah. that is just so exciting when you have somebody that can actually flip a field on punt returns yep. and a guy that can take it to the house on kickoff returns. Yeah. So I don't know if Alabama's got those. We know Kool-Aid's one of those yeah. guys. Yeah, um, Kool-Aid's one of the best in the country. Look at his yards per return last year. He might be the best since uh, Javier Arenas. Eddie Jackson was pretty good before he got Eddie hurt. Eddie Jackson was really good before he yeah. got hurt. And he yeah. got hurt on a punt return. Yeah, right? on a punt yeah. return. And a lot of people, Eddie Jackson didn't get hurt. Sorry, Clemson. Alabama wins the 2016 National Championship. Yeah, again, this is Bama and Bourbon. Every week we do this right here on Roll Tide Pods. Make sure you like, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Special thanks to Pink Package, Beverage Place. Pick up all your liquor there, including this Old Forester 1897, bottled in bond, 100 proof. You're going to love it. And special thanks to my bookie. You want to wager on a game? You can do it at mybookie.ag. When you register, when you sign up, make sure you use that promo code next round. You're going to get that welcome bonus. It's on the house. One more time, how they can get involved in the collective, yay Alabama. Yay-Alabama.com. Go find a, a level of membership that, that fits you financially. Please, we need your support. This is the only way that Alabama is going to keep continue to roll. Uh, we need your help. So the one thing you're looking for, I, I, I would assume Alabama fans would be happy if you have multiple quarterbacks that play well. Yep. Nobody gets hurt. Yep. Win the game going away. And bully them. Yeah. Pay attention to the line of scrimmage on both sides. They can't bully Middle Tennessee State, which is supposed to be a strength of this year's team. It's a harbinger of, of bad things. It's been Bam and Bourbon. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next week.